Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to 666 Shock Avenue on today's show. Five horrific urban legends that turned out to be true. And also, um, the latest passings in Hollywood, so stay tuned for this and more on 666 Shock Avenue. What the hell am I I saw it way after it came out because I was born in 81. Olivia Newton-John has passed away at the age of 73. She passed away on, uh, what was the date? The date, the date, the date. 8th of August, so not that long ago. 73, breast cancer. We all hate you, cancer. We all hate you in general. It's a horrible, horrible fate. Very beautiful lady. Uh, she honestly didn't look a day out of her fifties, uh, to be honest, in my opinion. And um, yeah, she's gonna be missed big time by all who loved Greece and her work afterward. Her recording career. This lady had it going on. She was a recording artist, actress, and um, amongst other things, just really amazing. Um, human being in general. 
source of inspiration for those who battle the big C. And, you know, it's just a really hard loss indeed to take. And, um, of course, I don't know if I covered it last time, but Clue Gallagher has passed at 93 years old. Uh, he was an author for The Return of the Living Dead. And, um, it's like the tall man in the last picture show. Rest in peace to him. Um, yeah, he will be missed. And those are the only two I can really find right now as I scroll through the app of who has died recently, which if you want to hit the Google Play Store and download that, feel free. It is a very beneficial app when it comes to the entertainment industry. Those who are no longer with us are listed. And, um, you know, I always hate to bring you the celebrity obituaries, but it's kind of necessary uh, to kind of be up in that whole uh, know of everything that's going on. So, don't forget, end of the show, we have a preview of 3AM Chills. I'm actually going to release that as a teaser trailer on this podcast channel. Also, if you want to flip on over to Azrael King Capetus Horror Extravaganza, which also drops at midnight every Friday, uh, it will be on there as well, and I would love to have you along for the ride. Uh, episode 1 is going to be on a movie called The Teacher from the 70s. There was a, another film that came out by the same name, but it was not a thing like that, and you'll have to tune into the preview, and of course it'll be like I said, displayed as a teaser trailer on both Ezreal King Capay's Horror Extravaganza as well as this. I've also decided to put it as a teaser trailer on the podcast channel itself so that people know exactly what they're getting before they get it. So, um, I was scouring the World Wide Web as usual, which is basically all I do all day, every day. Came across the lineup.com. That's the hyphen line hyphen up.com. And I came across a very interesting article that I thought would be perfect for this channel. Five horrific urban legends that turned out to be indeed true. As you know, urban legends, uh, the guy with the hook for the hands, uh, any terrifying campfire story in general could be classified as an urban legend. And of course, um, with movies such as Candyman, that would also be considered an urban legend for those of you who did not know. And um, just some really horrifying, horrifying things to come out of a lot of different things. Um, I am actually, before I get into the podcast deeper, you'll notice the acoustics are different. It sounds a little different. I had to move out from that really stuffy back room where the temperature was over 100 degrees. Didn't matter what kind, of, what time of day you stepped foot back there, it was always unforgiving and there was always a lot of torture that came along with it. And so I just decided, well, I'll just move everything up front. And so I'm actually in the living room of my apartment. It's a very nice apartment has carpet this time, yay. So it's nice and it's not cold when you step down in the middle of the night. So, um, it's, it's a really great place, and so 
like no ventilation whatsoever. It did provide a barrier for the sound where nothing interfered, honestly. Because when you have a roommate, honestly, I mean, you can't expect someone just to, like, not do anything, you know? He's a gamer, a really good guy. Glad to have him along, and he stays out of what's left of my hair most of the time. But he's a good guy, and I'm really blessed to have him. As an adoptive family member in my circle, oh, isn't he lucky? He's very, very lucky. And he doesn't even want to be in the podcast, which makes me sad. I'm a sad panda. But I guess he's shy of the mic. Although his uh, karaoke days, though short-lived, he was he had a blast up there. So maybe one day he'll take the mic and defend himself from all the claims I've made. Because he doesn't even listen to the podcast, and I've told off on him several times, as you know. Terrible, terrible, horrific things, but then again, maybe I haven't, and maybe he's to the right of me as I'm recording this. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, Chris, you know, he's a great guy. So, anyway, uh, let's see. I don't know if I'm reading this right. Uh, as you know, there is a lot of typos on the internet. And, uh, like I said, um, I got off on tangents again. Five horrific urban legends turned out to be true. This is according to the lineup. Of course, in the spirit of the countdown, we're gonna do a five to one. Um, since it's five, five, four, three, two, one. So, some of these, of course, I haven't really, uh, screened this website first, and so I have no clue what I'm in for. That's kind of how I like it. Some of these I might recognize, some might not. Anyway, so, let's go with number five, Earwig's Tale. T-A-L-E, by the way. Legend goes something like this. Uh, some poor soul awakens from a deep sleep to a terrible headache. Maddened by the pain and scratching sounds, he hears from within his head. He goes to the hospital. And there the doctors uh, find that bugs have gotten into his head through his ear canal and he um, made dinner out of his brains. Yeah, um, if you're eating, um, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Anyway, so that's the legend that basically earwigs basically burrowed themselves into the poor soul's uh, ear and made a buffet of his... Uh, is, um, well, is gray matter. And so, this, uh, it says, the truth was that in the mid-19th century, explorer John Hanning Speak, S-P-E-K-E, struggled to get a Nile River beetle out of his ear canal with a penknife, which sounds pretty dumb, but hey, yeah, who am I to judge? A more recent case involved a British woman named Rochelle Harris in 2013. She was vacationing in the wonderful, wonderful room. Uh, Harris was plagued with headaches, facial pains, and ear discharge. The culprit, flesh-eating worms that burrowed into her head. 
I once had discharge of my ear, a uh, true story, actually, and it was a very serious form of vertigo. I worked a job at the time at Domino's, and it was always, uh, you know, if you call in, you better be dead. It was one of those situations. I could have, like, basically died, and I, like, went deaf for, like, a solid day. It was really bad. Discharge from the ears is no joke. If stuff oozes out of where you hear things, it might be a good idea to, like, not ignore that. Yeah. So next we come number four, the man inside the walls. I have actually heard something similar to this. Let's see what the legend says. So a family moves into a secluded old fixer-upper, but is disturbed by continually misplaced objects and strange noises. Okay, that was me. My apologies. Later, the town learns that the family has been brutally murdered within their home. I didn't mean to laugh. I don't know why I did. Sorry. I guess I'm just morbid like that. The attacker, an intruder, uh, who had been hiding in their walls is the ultimate uh, culprit. And hey, you know, that's a crazy deal. Um, the truth behind that, because keep in mind, all these turned out to be true. So... Here we go. The truth was, the true crime roots of this urban legend can be traced back as far as 1941, when Denver drifter Theodore Conies snuck into an old acquaintance's home and set up shop in the attic, emerging only when the homeowner would leave. Then there's this ABC News story from 2015, where a man entered a home in New Jersey crawled under a bed and remained in hiding for three whole days. While no one was harmed, the intruder did uh, charge his cell phones using an outlet at the base of the bed, which in some ways is far creepier. There was actually a story uh, on Reddit, I believe, and you can find this on YouTube, where this um, guy was like, uh, he flooded his apartment and he talked about people on the walls or something and the police go in there and the landlord, you know, he was disturbed by the whole thing and I don't know if he was mad at him or what, but they thought the guy was just mentally disturbed or distressed or whatever. Had to find out a um, cult had actually somehow cut their way into the wall through this dude's closet and just kind of hung out and we're going to abduct him I think it's really really weird but yeah that's actually happened and I didn't doubt for one second that was actually true number three wow so in uh, over two months it'll be Halloween so number three is perfect the Halloween hangman which there's also pictures accompanying these. I'll include the link in the description to the podcast. You can click and see all the photos. There's actually photos to accompany this. So the legend goes, a Halloween performer, performer of what, decides the ultimate climax scares to pretend to hang himself in front of an audience. Oh, well, okay. That sounds very smart. And very scary, nice little effect to scare people after death, right? The only problem is, 
he actually hangs himself. And uh, the performer dies as onlookers applaud the authenticity of the act. Something tells me his ex-wife could have been the audience. She was probably the one applauding the loudest. Oops. So anyway, so... Okay, so I think what happened was this guy forgot that you're supposed to kind of tie a rope underneath the armpits or something to support yourself another way and then make it then tie the noose around so like wherever you're let down your arms pretty much take the brunt of the fall and the noose doesn't tighten and it looks very convincing that's how you do it in the movies I hear at least or at least used to anyway so was it true well this legend depicted all over screens um Big and small, from the gallows to Tales from the Crypt, as many variations, yes, even Tales from the Crypt, now I want to search it, I swear I do. Each version usually involves a male performer, a rope, and the deadly inability to master cheap imitation. So, the real life tragedies that um, inspired this legend involve the same elements. In 1990, a New Jersey team named... Brian Jewell died while performing a hanging stunt at the entry of a hayride attraction in North Carolina. That same year, 15-year-old William Anthony Odom accidentally hung himself while staging a gala scene at a Halloween party. And then in 2001, Caleb uh, Rabe, a 14-year-old working at a haunted attraction, died after switching places with a noose skeleton hanging from a tree. So the audience horrifically enough thought he was acting as he struggled with the rope around his neck. Okay, there you go. So always, always check your know-how and don't ever attempt anything like that unless you know exactly what you were doing. Because accidents like that that you don't come back from, they're the worst kind. So, next, number two, next to the last, Hotel Hell. So basically, the legend says that a couple checks into a Las Vegas hotel. Suddenly they find uh, that there's a, this really foul odor in the room. So they later discover the body of a rotting dead girl stuffed into the box spring under their mattress. And I know for a fact this happened. I've actually seen it featured on TV. It is not a false urban legend. It's actually quite true. Um, if you look up the worst hotel in America, or in the world at that matter, there's this place out in California, I think. And you should read the reviews. They're pretty much a lot worse than this, and they're all true. So anyway, the truth is the folklorist uh, Jan Howard Brown uh, Bond, aka Mr. Urban Legend, is credited with first debunking this smelly little tale in the 1994 book The Baby Train and Other Lusty Urban Legends. He deemed the tale more tall than true due to lack of fact-checkable details. In 2010, NBC Yes, the big wig NBC News reported 
about a missing Tennessee woman that was found dead with her body stuffed into the bed frame within the hotel. It's certainly true. And um, also, uh, the story of the serial killer, uh, Richard Klinsky, uh, who poisoned a man, strangled him with a lamp cord, and then stuffed his body into a mattress. It happened in a New Jersey motel. And so, yes, very true. Number one, the most uh, terrifying, supposedly terrifying urban legend turned out to be true. As nothing surprises me anymore, it's the Oregon Trail of Blood. Not the Oregon, but the Oregon, O-R-G-A-N. And um, the legend goes like this. Unknowing tourists are drugged, carved up, and robbed of their healthy organs. Upon coming to, they find themselves packed in ice and bathtubs with notes that read, If you want to live, go to the hospital immediately. So, basically, there's all these things about people selling, like, organs on the black market and all that stuff. And so, it's said to be untrue, but let's see what the truth to the matter is. So, in 1997, this chain letter email hoax, you know those kind. You know, 4 to 15 people you're dead by morning or something, right? So the bulk of the message described the misdeeds of a highly organized gang operating in various U.S. cities who were supposedly drugging businessmen on work trips, extracting their organs, and then selling them for profit on the black market through the National Kidney Fund, or... Uh, Though the National Kidney Foundation has proven the story to be nonsense, organ thieving is no joke. In fact, this um, ABC News report from 2008 centers on three men from the wonderful country of India who were lured to a hospital outside Delhi, D-E-L-H-I, with the uh, promise of work opportunities. The men were then held at gunpoint and... Um, they went to sleep by way of that wonderful natural gas that numbs you, I guess. They awoke to excruciating pain and gigantic scars and uh, fewer organs. So there you have it, the five horrific urban legends that indeed turned out to be true. I gotta tell you, the some of these I heard about, some of these I didn't, and I'm just glad overall that I found them. It's been a heck of a week uh, for all of us, I'm sure. Um, I noticed that there will be a break in the heat soon for a few places, especially the area around where I live, and I couldn't honestly be happier about it because over 100 degree heat still reaches over 100. Soon we're set to dip below 100, which is nice. We even got rain earlier, which is nice. But yeah, definitely, uh, when you need a break from the heat, check out the-line-up.com. Uh, of course, the link will be in the podcast uh, description. And definitely check these guys out. And also, the article will be posted on 666 Shock Avenue's Facebook page. Um, probably very, very soon. 
And so you're more than welcome to go there and read. Probably post it at midnight on Friday. Whereas right now it's not Friday, it's actually Wednesday after midnight right now. I'm recording this. Anyway, um, that is basically all the time we have right now at 666 Shock Avenue. Be prepared uh, for the thing that lives in my basement that I forgot about to tell you how you support us on Patreon. Rate us five stars wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, take care of yourselves. Episode of Six 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 Shock Avenue, Season Four, Episode Two. As we explore five horrific urban legends that turned out to be true, rate us five stars where you get your podcast. Become a patron on Patreon, Adventures and Sandy. Email RollinNightmares at mail.com. Like our Facebook page, Six 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 Shock Avenue. Straight for Two Productions, Hell Sent Records, and Six Thirteen Sixty Six Studios. We were pleased to have you along on this midnight hour on your Friday. Be sure to check our YouTube channel. Videos coming soon. This has been a production of Straight Jack for Two Productions. Till next time.